0: Hey guys! Welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I'm Bones.
1: And I'm Fofo. First of all, Happy Mother's Day to everyone Yay. out there. All the mamas out there, all the daddies who wanna be mamas.
0: And all the daddies also who are mamas in the family.
1: Tama, yeah. I think I'm gonna be a mom dad if that makes sense.
0: Mom, dad, why? Am I not going to be there as a mom and You're
1: going to be a dad mom. I don't though.
0: <laughs> but, anyways, happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there in whatever kind of mama form you may be. And actually, Fofo, you can also say happy Mother's Day to me. You know why? Why? I'm a dog mama. I'm For mama.
1: Dog papa. Hindi
0: mo pa araw next ano pa next month pa yung Father's Day.
1: Ah, next month na <laughs> ba? I don't even know. I, I actually don't know much about these special occasions. Now, before we dive into it, let's talk about that because Mother's Day is what people some say that it's a commercially manufactured day
0: just like valentine's day
1: just like valentine's day just like father's day just like international pancake day international coffee day parang people say that commercial establishments manufacture these days so they have a reason to push certain promos Mm -mm. to give people reason to celebrate how do you feel about that
0: Interesting. You have the business aspect of it because the shopping holidays like five five, one one, those are all manufactured by the businesses That's themselves. Right? Like, that came about Last year, I think, or two years ago, yeah, super you're bago right. lang and it started with one company. Tapos na yung iba, and now it's like a thing when you see it in malls.
1: Yeah, you Dib are ba? right. That one, one actually before parang it was eight, eight lang, and then all of a sudden every single month yeah. has a sale day. Yeah. So yeah, for me, I'm actually completely fine with it.
0: Yeah, I mean. Because it
1: is what it is. At the end of the day, we enjoy it. If you're not the type to celebrate Mother's Day, that's fine. But mm -hmm. if it's something that you want to enjoy, then go for it. I mean, just like me and Bonizi, we celebrated our wedding in a certain way that others uh, would not. Others would want something, you know. uh, A bit more
0: more, traditional. A bit more traditional.
1: (laughs) So I think beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So we put these placeholders: one, one, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Um, back to school day sale. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> 70% off sale. So, we are the ones who put significance in these days, and if we find happiness in that, then by all means, go for it and enjoy it. What kind of pumayag na basagin ng mga tao yung ano niyo? Style niyo? Oh, okay. Walang basaga trip dito. So, for everyone enjoying Mother's Day, well, Happy Mother's Day to all of you.
0: Okay, so speaking of Mother's Day, of course, let's talk about mothers. Oh my have god, have we you not know where done that this. Is from? do you know where that quote is from? No. You want to talk about mothers? Uh, uh, white girls? Chicks.
1: Oh, okay. It was one or it was one or the other. It was either Mean Girls <laughs> or another comedy movie.
0: Okay, so during our wedding, Mikael and I both had a mother's dance. So we danced with our mamas, and today is going to be kind of very similar to that moment. We're gonna uh, put our moms on a pedestal, uh, although we love and cherish our moms every single day of our lives. But um, this is a special day for them, Tanad.
1: We're gonna put them on a pedestal, and we're gonna kick the pedestal away while they're standing on it. <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> sobrang natuwa si Bones, diba? When she imagined that visual, natuwa siya. Alamin natin. Bakit natuwa si Bones?
0: Nakakatawa kasi ini-imagine na. na-imagine
1: niya na nasa isang hagdan ang nanay niya, tapos Hindi sisipain hagdan. niya yung hagdan.
0: Hindi hagdan. Yung
1: ladder. Okay. Sabi uh, mo
0: pedestal.
1: Same the pedestal, like a small ladder.
0: Okay, so na isip ko kasi yung maging reaction ng nan echo.
1: Chepre <laughs> yung mura
0: niya in Bisaya, yung na isip saan. Such a agad.
1: devious, nefarious person. <laughs>
0: na ko lang yung maging reaction niya ko. po. Okay, so let's put our moms on a pedestal today. But before we do that and talk about, you know, our moms in a beautiful light as they are, let's go to the past. Let's go to the yeah. we Yeah, w-
1: when it all started. Because. I'm thirty-three years old.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Onise thirty-one.
0: And Soba is one.
1: <laughs> and I think it's very safe to say that our relationships with our mother has been a roller coaster oh, yeah. ride. One of the most insane roller coaster rides ever. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And I think it's nice to be able to figure out and reflect why is that? Why was my relationship with my mom i love her i don't love her i hate her i super love her she's the most important person in the world okay i don't care about her anymore (laughs) so why all these emotions during your lifetime your lifetime Mm -hmm. relationship with her so in the beginning obviously you know it's all happiness more often than not at least for us bonisi how was your mom when you were a kid
0: when i was a kid i didn't really have a lot of memories with my mom to be honest because um, mom was working three jobs when we were younger, so I would barely get to see her. And I was super close to my dad at this point because he had a 9-to-5 job long. So after work, I got to see him, we got to hang out, and even on the weekends sometimes, my mom was working. So we rarely got to see her and really interact with her. And the times that we did, course, it was super fun because mom was always away on a business trip. But she was the city.
1: Okay, I have questions. I've never asked these questions. So first off, in one week, when would be the time that you would usually see your mom? Like what on a weekend, on a weekday, and what time of the day and what happens usually?
0: So I would see my mom in the morning as we were getting ready for school. So that would probably be like an hour or so. So we'd all get ready together. And my mom and dad would go straight to the train because the train would take them to work and I would get to see my mom sometimes at night if my dad would allow us to stay up a little bit later and we would pick up my mom at the train station. So those were the times that I got to see my mom and those were the very clear moments that I remember with her so
1: you, the clear moments yung picking up the train station yeah. and getting ready in the morning yes. were there any activities or it's all a jumble in your memories now
0: it's kind of a jumble in my head because we spent a lot of time with my lola because my lola was the one that took care of us while my parents were at work so i had more memories hanging out with her with my big brother because he lived with us at a time so it was kind of like and mom knows this naman, like it was kind of blurry yung, childhood go with my mom
1: and that's the first time i actually heard about that i didn't know that you guys got ready together in the morning i didn't know you used to pick her up when she got home from work what time was that when she would come home from work
0: uh we would pick her up at the train station around 10 p.m
1: ah, sobrang late na
0: yeah because she worked three jobs talaga
1: and that's my follow-up question do you remember your mom's three jobs
0: so my mom worked in the government when we were younger but she also worked security detail yata, sya, at one point oh for a company for a company parang she would just like Yuma camera camera lang. Ay, okay and okay. then I don't remember the other one Parang clerk may clerk work yata, sya, at one point
1: so were there times she would do all those shifts in one day
0: no parang there were she had a main job which was her government job and, and then, then
1: sideline and then
0: she would have like part-time jobs on the side
1: wow Sipa. Oh, <laughs>
0: So yeah, my mom did a lot of stuff. So I don't remember the other things. And then, nag pasha, pa pasha sa isang vitamin brand.
1: Hustle, hustle, yeah. hustle, hustle, Mama V. Okay, so I assume that this was when you were in the U.S.
0: Yes, this is all when we were in the U.S. And you
1: moved here to the Philippines when you were thirty ten. ten years old. Ten
0: years old.
1: How did that change? Did that change your relationship with your mother?
0: Definitely, because when we moved to the Philippines. It was my dad naman, that would come back and forth from his main job in the U.S. And my mom, from the moment that we moved to the Philippines, na nasha. So she decided, okay, I'm going to retire. I'm going to raise my kids in the Philippines and teach them about our culture there. And I'm going to spend time with them because what she said to me was that she wasn't there to really raise us when we were younger. Which is what I mentioned, na I didn't really spend a lot of time with her. So from, the, from 10 years old, until I became an adult, na ako, my mom was really the one there raising us.
1: Okay, so how was that change? That's super interesting. I didn't know this change, what? You didn't know this? No, I didn't know this major transition at 10 years old. I didn't know your mom said absolutely no work. So she yeah. didn't have any job at all when no she was here. No job
0: at all. Like she was like, I am going to be a farmer. Yun yung gusto niya talaga.
1: Okay, so think about it. I remember that you were in Alongapo. You were in Castillejo.
0: Castillejo, in Zambales.
1: Okay so do you remember that transition did you feel that transition of your mom not being there and all of a sudden always being there
0: my mom would cook us breakfast every morning when we started elementary school in Casilleros, and she would cook all these like different stuff and i remember she didn't know how to cook at all kasi si si daddy yung nagluluto time so my dad was the the chef in the family and my mom didn't even know how to make sinigang What? yeah she didn't know all these that's stuff that's so weird okay and go so nagpaturo pa siya sa daddy ko nagpaturo pa siya sa mga uh, niya. so it was really a struggle for her at that time. And of course, me, Victor, and Lauren are really crazy kids, and you know this. I told you stories about makulet how we were when we were younger. And she would try to teach us Tagalog also, but that was also a pain for her because she's like, "How do I teach these kids a new language?"
1: mino mura kayo pag ang Tagalog. No,
0: it. no, no, no. She wouldn't. She wouldn't do that. But if <laughs> she
1: doesn't we, get frustrated. Hi. <laughs>
0: No, naman she would get frustrated if we stopped uh, studying. So that was the point na parang oh blah 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 blah. I'm not gonna say the words. It's so bad. But anyways, um, yeah. So she, her struggles were she was starting to learn how to cook palam because she was so f- focused on work when we were younger, and she wanted to be there in our most crucial moments when we were kids.
1: Okay, and last one before it's my turn. Did you feel anything? Do you remember any transition or any difference in terms of spending time with your mom when you were in the U.S. and when you moved to the Philippines and she was, she, she was retired basically? Yeah,
0: my mom really tried to get us involved with the things that she wanted to venture into. And like I mentioned earlier, my mom wanted to be a farmer. So we actually had a farm in Casilejos, and one of our businesses was, we were selling eggs in the Palenque.
1: You were selling eggs? Oh, you would sell with your mom.
0: Yeah. So what we would do is we would get the eggs from the farm,
1: and then your nickname for your friends is eggs. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. No. I was I was just connecting two different things. Anyway. So
0: we would get the eggs from our farm, and then the bonding time with mom is in our garage. We would wipe down the eggs, and then we would weigh it because you sold it per weight. They buy small, medium, large. Uh They all have a certain weight, and that was our bonding that we would do. Bones,
1: you never told me any of this. I never know. I never knew taka benta kanang jitlog (laughs) dante.
0: Well, I mean, it didn't really come up, so I don't remember why it didn't.
1: Super new information. Not even in passing did I hear this story.
0: I told you. Like we had a farm.
1: I didn't know you sold JITLOG.
0: <laughs> but it was like parang something that we would do. Like mom really wanted to push through with it. Although it only lasted for a couple of years. It was really something that really stuck with me na. okay it's time to you know clean the eggs and weigh them. Which wasn't my most favorite thing to do but we all got to do it with mom and I thought that was super fun.
1: And before we proceed to my stories, how was your relationship with your mom during that time that you were selling eggs?
0: Well, during the time that we were selling eggs... Or was it all
1: a blur as well?
0: No. this. I have more memories with my mom. And I remember also that she would be the one to bike us on our... Uh, we had like this bike with a side cart. And she would bike us to school in the morning. So she, she took kami to school also. And I thought it was really sweet because I actually got to see my mom in a different light. Uh, I got to see her na Hindi nakabih's fang office. Like she was just in her house clothes and it just felt so at home and she didn't feel like an outsider. Because before parang there was a bit of a disconnect because you know she wasn't at home all the time. I didn't really know much about my mom. So now I got to know a bit more of her personality.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, my turn. Okay, my your turn, your turn. You okay. know what? Every all your stories kind of invoke. Uh, you know, different memories in my head as okay. well. So I'll start with my first six years. So from zero years old to six years old, I don't have much memories with my mom. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'll be blur. honest. It's a blur. Uh, I was young. And that was the time that we were living in uh, in Makati. So the only distinct memories that I really had was that I was in a car and I was trying to be brought off to my Dropped off in my nursery school, mm-hmm. and I was kicking everyone and what? hanging onto the window because I didn't want to leave the car. <laughs> and my mom was so stressed because everyone that I think the Yaya was there, the teacher was there. My mom was saying it's going to be okay. <laughs> so that was the that was the most vivid memory that I could conjure up mm-hmm. at the moment from age zero to six years old and i imagine that my mom would take me to school every day yeah. and my mom would also pick me up because i also remember one of the graduation ceremonies of like nursery kinder where my mom and dad would attend yeah because i remember seeing photos of that so I don't i don't have super clear memories But it would seem that she's hands-on. Actually, we're going to see her uh, later, so I might as well ask her if she really was the person (laughs) who took me to school every single day when I was in nursery. And then later on, as I moved to primary school, so that's prep, grade one, grade two, I remember my mom being the good cop and my dad being the bad cop. Oh,
0: really? I really thought it was the other way around because I remember you saying that your dad was always like the fun one
1: okay so you know how my mom right now um you can see her mood swings like she, when she's super happy and when she's not happy and quite <laughs> grumpy when i try to think of the times when she was grumpy when i was younger i can't oh really i have zero memories of my mom being grumpy when i was in primary school so it was all just my dad. My dad was a scary one. Like, I'm a when my dad was around. Yeah. Uh, and if ever you did make a mistake and my dad went ballistic, uh, my mom would always be the one to go to us in the room when we were crying, in the corner. In the corner? <laughs> 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 like, dad drama, me My mom would be the one to come in and she would be the one to get my dad and tell my dad, oh, say sorry. You, started, you screamed at them. <laughs>
0: say sorry and hug. I love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so my mom is always the peacemaker. And that's always what I remembered. I also don't particularly remember how she reacted whenever I would ask for something to be bought. Oh. But at the same time, she was very generous. Because I remember there were Power Ranger toys. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I didn't ask for them. And she would just give them. So I think my mom was very my gift at certain points. Mm-hmm. Especially when she would travel with my dad. Yeah. So I think that's the kind of relationship and memories that I had with my mom. But the thing is, as I got older, so as I shifted from primary school to middle school my mom started working even more oh. and she started getting into more serious business so she had this her own trading business but the cool thing was my mom had her office in the house
0: yeah i remember the the den yeah. in their in the house tour there was the that parent's stock room like, you know, gym you said that that was your mom's office before
1: yeah it was so i think because my family was growing and i'm only thinking about this now i guess The household needed another stream of income. So my dad helped my mom build her business. And I guess because they wanted my mom to be very close to home. Because she had a million kids. (laughs) They decided to put the office in the house first.
0: Oh, that's so cool.
1: So we would hang around in the office from time to time, and I would never really understand what my mom was doing because she was always in her desk and there was just a lot of papers and then her secretary would come in and out from time to time, but I never understood what was happening.
0: What was one memory that hindi mo makakalimutan? Na when you think of your mom in your childhood, uh, that's the memory that always comes back to you.
1: You know what? I remembered something just now because you said that. So it isn't a memory I always remember. A huge activity. Something we all looked forward to with my mom was baking.
0: That was what I was waiting for. I remember you told me about this before. We
1: would bake chocolate chip cookies. We would bake apple pies. And oh we had this Mrs. Fields cookbook, which my mom was able to buy abroad. Parang was so social at that time. And we were like, wow, ng pictures. <laughs> and we would go through the cookie uh, cookie book and pick what picture we wanted to make
0: for that cookie. And then she day. would make...
1: And then we would all make it together. So that was always such a huge <laughs> thing. And I remember even one time, we were trying to make oatmeal cookies for Christmas to give away to all the cousins. And then Nikki measured... Salt instead of sugar, oh so that three cups of sugar. then nya ng three cups of salt, and oh my then my gosh. mom was so disappointed.
0: It must have been a salty oatmeal
1: cookie. No, yeah, no, we parang multiplied the cookie batch oh to gosh. fit the three cups of salt, which ended up being a whole lot of oatmeal cookies. Oh my god! So those were my memories with my mom, that especially that baking. And the reason why I forgot that baking is my mom doesn't bake anymore, it's something that she doesn't uh, particularly find joy in anymore yeah, yeah. so baking and cooking i guess she grew out of those hobbies as well maybe also because wala na kami. we don't really Bake do it with, with, with her, her. Maybe she used to enjoy it more because we were doing it with yeah. her. My relationship with my mom, especially when I was younger up to middle school, was extremely just happy, happy. Just yeah. do some fun stuff. She always enrolled us in nice activities and new activities during the summer. Swimming <laughs> class, taekwondo, painting.
0: So we can say that your mom was really a hands-on mom. And then she really wanted to like get you guys involved in a lot of stuff.
1: I would assume, I would assume, like I don't remember the details, I don't think we really remember what our mother said.
0: We just remember
1: the activities, especially when you're kids. So I don't know, the viewers out there, do you remember the actual conversations with your mother when you were a kid? No. Because I don't, I just remember activities.
0: I just remember showing off a lot of stuff, kind of like how Alvaro does it now, he's like, look at this, look at this.
1: Yeah, so that's a challenge right now to all the viewers of the podcast and listeners. Think about it right now, when you were kids, do you actually remember conversations with your mother? Because I guess as kids, it's just not something that we... Sticks to you. Yeah, that sticks to our memories. It's more of the activities and the The feeling. The moment,
0: yeah. So now that we talked about our childhood with our moms and we had some revelations here and there, how was our relationship with our mothers when we were like teenagers, pre-teens? As we
1: got older. Yeah, as we got older. Bone easy.
0: My relationship with my mom was a bit interesting because this was the time that I really started to get into video games and I got into video games really really hard like it came to the point that I was not really focusing on my studies and my mom found out about it when my report card came in for my first quarter in my first year and when I was on the computer I will always remember that she threw a notebook at me and it
1: hit, <laughs> and it, it hit and my head. Did she blindside you with the notebook? Yeah,
0: she was like, "Sir, bisaya, ano mula? And Then she threw the notebook at me. Ano, mga aral ka ba? Magko-computer ka na lang. Ano? My
1: spiral spine ba yung notebook?
0: Alam mo buti na lang te, nahiko yung notebook ko wala siyang spine. <laughs> <laughs> Tahi notebook ko eh. but it was so like I was in shock because I was in the middle of a, of
1: a I can't imagine Bonniey is just playing on her computer I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was in the middle of like a Neopets mission or something and she's like ba? Ba? or magcomputer computer and I was like I'm trying to finish something here can I get back to you and she's like Ay,
1: pala. <laughs> No yeah
0: I was I was uh pasaway na bata ako high school but It was a real turning point for me because after that happened, I really shifted and I stopped playing for a little bit. And I really focused on my studies. And it's not, I'm not saying that that's the best way to, you know, to confront your child about their studies. But it's what worked for me. So thanks, mom.
1: Okay, before we get into that, let's kind of like, you know, break down those moments with you and your mom. So when did you guys really start fighting and getting at one another? Because it seems like... She was at your neck because of that video gaming incident.
0: I, I don't think that my mom and I fought a lot. That was probably one of the only times that we ever fought. And the other time that we fought was when I went home and I was drunk. <laughs> and
1: oh, she got mad at you? She
0: got mad at me. Like
1: Was this I, the first time you went home drunk?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: So what happened? Let's let's hear this story.
0: Okay, so you all know about the the studying and the neopets thing, her throwing the notebook, but this was a time and I do not recommend you kids to do this, but I came home drunk after spending the day at a friend's house and we had promised my mom that we wouldn't be drinking. And yeah, it was she was really upset and she was disappointed in me that that happened and she said, "Look, if you want to try stuff out like this, I'd feel more comfortable if you did it at home. You know, explore drinking with any of my friends outside of the house. And if anybody asked, hey, do you want to like sneak in like some soda with some alcohol? I was like, no. My mom said, you know, if I want to do this, I'll do it at home. And my mom actually made me my first ever cocktail.
1: Oh, cool. She made
0: me a screwdriver. <laughs> Vodka and orange juice, and I will never forget that because when we first went out to a bar, that's the first thing I ever ordered.
1: All right. So when you would interact with your mom, was it a fiery one? Like would she scream at you? What kind of person was your mom when she would reprimand you during that time?
0: Feeling ko so sobrang pasaway ko nung bata ako. I would always think of her getting mad as a joke. Like, whenever she would get mad, we would always, like, laugh and, like, brush it off a bit. And we weren't great kids by doing that because, obviously, you know, we weren't disciplined. We weren't listening to our mom. And that really took an edge and, like, a slash in our relationship because she thought we weren't taking her seriously. But there were also moments that that happened and then we both realized that what we were doing was, like, over the top. And then we just laugh about it and talk about it in the end. So I don't think that my mom and I ever had super fiery fights like she would with Lauren. Like, they, they, like their relationship is another story growing okay. up. But my mom and I were more of, okay, let's talk about this. Let's get through this. I'm not gonna throw a notebook at you anymore. So at least she's not that fiery.
1: Now it is my turn to tell my stories. Of how this relationship with my mom veered and turned and made u-turns and loops so i think that it all started with socializing because i had no problems in school i was okay and yeah. then i was in the uh, i was in the basketball team so i yeah. was quite busy and then when i would get home uh, there wasn't a lot of opportunity for me to mess up. Let's just put it that way. Okay. It was all started when I started going out to parties, which my mom was very supportive of. So she was very, very supportive of social gatherings and social activities. So when I started exploring parties, which was like towards the end of third year high school, start of fourth year high yeah. school, she was very happy with it. So she was like, yeah, go, go. She was very supportive. She would, um, That's you That's know, so cool. She she would provide the driver and the car to make us a tid and pick us up, and yeah, help someone. coordinate with our friends or cousins if ever makasama kami. Yeah. But that was also the reason why we started, you know, why friction started to occur. Because as I started going out, obviously, just like any pasaway teenager, Mejo nag overboard na ako.
0: Pano overboard? Like, well, what did you, what line did you cross?
1: Okay, so at first, you go to one party in two months. Okay. And then you get to know more people. And then you're like, oh, okay, so there's two parties in a month now. <laughs> and then, of course, these parties are every weekend because yes. you have class. And then every weekend, my party. Eventually, my mom was going to say, no, hey, this is too much. And I can imagine that the very first time she said no i was like what why <laughs> because i mean i was so used to you know going out already at yeah. that point yeah she was always saying yes and then all of a sudden she says no so I why didn't, are you saying no when i didn't feel like it was too much she was like no this is too much you should stay home and she had a good point you know balance right yeah But as a high school kid, I don't care about balance. (laughs) Who cares about balance? There's
0: no balance in high school.
1: (laughs) I remember. I was like, Why (laughs) get (laughs) that? Okay. And I don't remember the very first time she said no to me. Okay. But I remember that eventually there were social gatherings all the time i want to do these activities and those activities and she started to say no more frequently obviously she was trying to kind of balance yeah
0: and she didn't want you to go out all the time the
1: freedom that she was giving me yeah and what did i do i rebelled you snuck out no like it got to the point that when you turn on the car in the garage my mom's bedroom is closest to the garage so they will automatically hear it so what i would do is i would go inside the car put down the handbrake and roll the car out of the garage kasi manual kayo manual ka so hindi nila maririnig. and then when i'm at the end of When I'm far away from the garage, that's when I turn on the car. And then as soon as I pass through the garage, it was just like another car passing through. (laughs) And I did that so many times. And I will be honest with you. I'm pretty sure my mom knew some of the times that I did that. And she was probably waking up and she was like, "Ah, whatever, I just need to go to sleep. (laughs)
0: Fofo, I never snuck out of the house ever.
1: I did that a lot, and my mom would give me a curfew, so she would always as- allow me out. So the curfew would start at 11 p.m. Okay, and then 12 midnight, and then it got to 1 a.m. Pero ako, siempre, deyog sa yano dito, de ba? Kakain sa mister kebab after. Ayoy, ayoy, ayoy. Pero go away.
0: Five, five a.m.
1: mga ano, laging hanggang ano? pagsikat na <laughs> ng araw. and then I would only be able to do that when I would roll, roll the, the car, car. out. Because I would get home anytime. Pero siempre, there were also times na sobrang pasaway ako, pag ui ko lat sila nag breakfast na. Wala na. Wala na. Grounded.
0: So wait, when you would get grounded, like, ano yung rules na, ano yung restrictions mo, pag grounded ka? Cannot go out. And would you still go out? go home. Out?
1: You go straight home. Um. I remember that the first few times I was grounded, I was quite good. Nah, okay. Oh, okay, fine. I'm grounded. Of course, it, it sucked. I hated it. I didn't like it. But I stayed grounded, right? Okay. And then, eventually, I started rebelling. Against being grounded as well. Oh,
0: there's a reason why you're grounded. Okay,
1: but this was later, on, So this was college I now. Mean, okay, this okay. didn't happen in like a span of six months. Okay,
0: okay. So, so this like,
1: happened uh, over the span of like uh, a of four years, years maybe thir- uh, end of third year high school, all the way up to fourth year college now. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of growth to this story, and in between all those groundings and all those rebellious nights that I would sneak out, the fights with my mom got, grew more serious. Because yeah. a the frustration with her mounted and my frustration with her mounted as well. And we just weren't seeing eye to eye. And at that point, the biggest weakness in our relationship was really communication. Because she could not communicate to me in a way that I could absorb. And I could not communicate to her in a way that she could absorb and I think it was no fault of yeah. anyone because in me, I was an adolescent growing up very limited experience very limited experience dealing with people Uh-oh. dealing with personalities and I was getting to know my mom's personality as, my, an, adult. as an adult and my mom, naman looking at me dude, she had eight kids
0: yeah. And she, she had to deal like
1: kid. she was probably just you know cookie cutter mode na lang. okay, this is how I will deal with all my children. I mean she couldn't have a specific way of dealing with each and every child that's crazy that is so immensely tiring. So, so I can't imagine her doing that. She already raised us as we were kids, toddlers, mm-hmm. uh, primary schoolers, middle schoolers. I mean when we got to a point where we were older and more independent, I'm sure she was like.
0: So, how do you think it must have been for your mom raising eight of you at that time
1: alone? Crazy. It was crazy because when I was an adolescent in college, maybe first year, second year college, I had brothers who were going through middle school problems. And then I had younger siblings going through primary school problems. And then you had a baby being makulit and being a baby problem. Yeah. So. It was definitely, definitely quite crazy, especially now that I look back at it. Uh, I'll be honest, during that time that I was in it, when I was in college, I never thought about it that way. So I never thought about what my mom had to go through in terms of raising different personalities and having to be able to switch her mode on the fly each time she had to deal with each kid that she had. It was definitely no joke.
0: Yeah, if there's anything that you could do differently, Now that you understand your mom a bit more and her situation, what would you have done differently at that time?
1: You know, I don't really know if there's anything I could have done differently because maturity comes with experience. And it just so happens that my maturity came with that experience with my mom, which which, which wasn't the best. You know, there was a lot of friction with my mom during that time. Uh, But I think what's important is as you grow... That you do acquire that maturity and yeah. you keep on trying to, so that you can look back in hindsight and know, oh, okay, that is why our relationship turned into that during that time. Para, para, uh, wala kang regrets. And I think that's the most important. I think that's what your, my maturity was yeah. there for. And that's why I'm always trying to reflect and trying to grow on that. So that you look back and even though there was a lot of friction, now you appreciate it. Right? Mm-hmm. Friction-full or frictionless. Yeah. So I think that's the most important part. Naman, because there really isn't much that I could have changed. And I don't think there, even with you, whatever you had, when you were a kid, you had very limited power. Limited power to influence your surroundings. And limited power to influence yourself. Because you were yeah. just slowly gaining these experiences. And these experiences were slowly shaping you. Yeah. But now that we're older, now it's up to us to reflect, look back, and say, okay... Which of those experiences am I going to take with me to make me a better person? And really? how do you appreciate those past experiences given your maturity that you have now?
0: Okay, so speaking of the now, how is our relationship with our moms at this point?
1: Wow, it's so different now. You see your mom as an adult in a contemporary, of course, that motherhood category. It's always there. You always treat her as your mother. But then you also see her as a separate person. As an individual. As an individual now. Yeah. Which when you were growing up under her household, that was not very clear.
0: Actually for me growing up, the way that I saw my mom, I didn't see her as Ah, okay, my backstory palasha, my pinagdadaanan din siya and there are also things in her life that she likes. She has a favorite color, a favorite food that she likes to eat. I didn't know these things. All I knew was that my mom was there to raise me as my mom and take care of me. That's it. I didn't know her as a person. I didn't know what would frustrate her or what would make her happy. So now that I'm older, I can see these things clearer now, and I can approach my relationship with my mom in such a different way.
1: I agree because before, I would only see my mom as a mother. Yeah. Right? You just look up to them and you see that title mother and nothing else. Yeah. You don't realize that they have a person and they have these moments. Mm-hmm. And I think just to hit the nail on the head in terms of what I'm trying to say, I experienced the very first time my mom got tequila drunk.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: So I was, I was <laughs> older already. I was working at that. Uh, I think I was just a year, maybe a year or a year and a half out of uh, school. And I was out, it was like 12 midnight, and then my younger brother calls me, he's like, Mick, you gotta go home, you gotta go home. It's mom. I was like, "Hello? what happened? What happened? She's drunk, man. She's drunk <laughs> <laughs> because my younger brother, who was like in high school, uh, late high school, na, had the party with his friends. There and was a bit, drinks? I think there was a bit of tequila. And they said, Oh, mom, try it, try it. And apparently, my mom had never had tequila. What? So she drank one, and then I think she ended up drinking four. Oh my god. Quickly. And then maybe two more. And then when I got home, my mom was in the corner of her bed, hugging a trash can, and then saying, Ayo, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Because I, I came into the door. I came into the door super worried. And then when I saw that she was just tequila drunk, I thought she sick, she sick, she needed to, to the And then when I saw that she was tequila drunk, I started just laughing my head off. And then eventually I got her water. And then I said, you have to try to sleep. And it was just, it was just so ah, funny. That's
0: so funny. And
1: it's just a moment that I was able to appreciate Because it was such a funny moment. And it just showed that there was more independence between me and my mom. And I could see her more as an individual already. Because if I saw that as a teenager, I was like, Mom, why are you like this? Why? No, you're supposed to be perfect. You know what I mean? So I think that was a good example of the time that I was like, Oh, okay. I see my mom as an individual now, not just a mother.
0: What I really appreciate now about you know, my relationship with my mom Naman is that although we have our mother-daughter relationship, I can say that my mom and I are good friends. We talk on the phone, It's we talk about anything under the sun, my mom, you know, there are things that she'll tell me, there are also things that she won't tell me, like maybe if there's somebody that she likes, she won't be as open about it. And I respect that, diba right? If there's somebody that she's dating and she wants to keep it to herself, at this point in our lives, I'm like, Do your thing. Do what makes you happy. And she always says, do what makes you happy as long as you're not hurting anyone. So, as long as Masaya siya, and especially her at this point in her life, na, you know, she's single, or at least I think she is single, Masaya siya sa buhay niya, that's all that's important to me.
1: And with that, this podcast has really, you know, gotten a lot lengthier than we expected. (laughs) So I didn't know that we were going to have this this many stories. And what's super cool is that almost every single story that we shared to one another is unique. We've never heard some of these things. I've never
0: heard of your mom getting drunk on tequila. Yeah,
1: the (laughs) egg selling. Never heard about that. And it's really interesting. But I guess at this point, what I can say about what I would want from my mom is similar to what Bonizi said. And that's just them being able to find their happiness. Because it seems like at least for my mom, it's a bit harder to transition out of motherhood now that all of her children are older. Of course, they're still Alvaro, but eight out of her nine children yeah. are already independent individuals. Yeah. So I think there, is all, there also is a challenge and a real obstacle to being able to transition from motherhood for three, four decades yeah. to, oh, okay, back to being an individual and learning how to be happy. So she has to find her way through that. So my hope is that I can help her with that.
0: My hope for my mom is that in a couple of years, when she retires finally again, that she'll be able to have her farm and just relax because she works so hard. And I would just want her to be able to relax and enjoy her gardening and farming.
1: As you can see, the journey and our relationships with our mother was definitely a roller coaster. So many different emotions. (laughs) So many stories. I'm sure you guys also have so many different roller coaster stories with your mothers. Please put them down in the comment section. But with that, we have reached the end of this podcast.
0: Yes, and don't forget to subscribe to our channel because we have 100,000 subscribers. So please subscribe to the hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. And we'll see you again next week. I'm Bones. I'm Fofo. And this is Soba. See you.
1: Bye. <laughs> <laughs>